my name is Pam Wright. I'm a retired priest at St. Michael on All Angels Church in Hallowfield. May God grant you grace to meet with the risen Christ afresh today. Christ has gone up on high. Hallelujah. Today is the Sunday after Ascension, and we shall be looking at what the Ascension is and what message it has for us. I will read two passages from the Bible on the Ascension, both of them written by Luke, one from his Gospel and the other from the Acts of the Apostles. You may want to find these readings in your Bible. So the two readings are this. The first from Luke 24, 44 to 53, 44 to 53. And the second from Acts chapter 1, verses 1 to 11. From Acts chapter 1, 1 to 11. So let's just take a moment of quiet to allow time for you to find those passages you would like to. You might like to be still in the presence of Jesus, asking him to help you to understand the scripture today. Luke chapter 24, beginning at the 44th verse. Jesus said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so that they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I'm going to send you what my father has promised, but stay in the city till you have been clothed with power from on high. When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And while he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. The second reading comes from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. Acts chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. I, Luke, in my former book, Theophilus, wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach 
until the day he was taken up to heaven, after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptised with water, and in a few days you will baptise with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? The same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Today is one of those occasions which we look in both directions. We look back over all that led to Christ's coming, his journey from the manger to the grave. We think of his death and resurrection and meet the risen Christ through his appearances to the disciples. And we look forward to the coming of the Holy Spirit. After Jesus tells the disciples to stay in the city following his resurrection appearances, he led them out from the house where they were staying into the hill country of Bethany. Bethany was a village on the southeastern slopes of the Mount of Olives about two miles east of Jerusalem, just outside the city walls. It was the place where Mary and Martha lived, and Jesus raised their brother Lazarus from the dead. There, Jesus blessed the disciples, and he ascended to heaven. In the Acts passage, we read that when Jesus ascended suddenly, two men dressed in white stood beside them and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand here looking in, up into the sky? The same Jesus who was taken up from you will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. So the ascension marked the end of Jesus' earthly ministry, the end of his physical presence. What began in a manger in Bethlehem ended with his return to heaven.
The ascension marked his, the success of his earthly mission. Jesus completed all the Father had designed, his birth, his miracles, his teaching, his death, resurrection, and the appearances after his resurrection. Luke also makes the point that Christ is at the centre of the Old Testament. The law, the prophets and the Psalms pointing to Jesus as Messiah. Jesus opens the minds of disciples. They had been with Jesus and he told them many times he had come to fulfil the old covenant. It is only now they understand who Jesus really is. We are not only to read the Bible in public and in private, but we are to understand scripture and to be rooted and grounded in the word of God. Through Jesus' death and resurrection, he has given us the gift of forgiveness for those who repent of their sins. This is for the whole world, from Jerusalem to all nations. So let us rejoice today as we remember the transforming journey that the disciples had been on in the days following the resurrection. We too can be transformed by the power of the resurrection and the gift of the Holy Spirit. Luke 24 tells the disciples will be clothed with power from on high, which we celebrate next Sunday, the Feast of Pentecost. So much of the Acts of the Apostles is the effectiveness of the early church in mission. This was due to the work of the Holy Spirit, shaking the foundations of Judaism and the Roman world. Today, that responsibility of sharing the good, of Jesus, good news of Jesus now belongs to us. The first friends and followers of Jesus are our ancestors and we are their descendants. It is now up to each one of us to carry on their mission, which passed, was passed to them, the story of Jesus' death and resurrection. At the present time, the world is suffering from many different things, war, Poverty, famine, illness, loss of work, and in particular the coronavirus. We see every day stories of bravery and hardship as we live with this pandemic. People are suffering from isolation, poverty, illness and many dreams have been shattered. We are thrust into situations never experienced before. 
churches and places of worship are being have been closed numbers are restricted at funerals we are not free to go where we want to shop as we would like to to have holidays and if we are shielded or vulnerable or elderly we are confined to our homes despite this we have seen the most amazing gifts of generosity and care in our communities. Jesus has not left, deserted or abandoned us. He is with us as we worship from our homes. We believe that despite all the trials and pains of our lives, that all will be well. That Jesus Christ does sit at the right hand of God, guiding his church and his people. He leads us through the power of the Holy Spirit into all truth. Through us, the world will know that Jesus is alive, present and active in our world. As Pope Francis says to each of us, every Christian is a missionary to the extent they have experienced the love of God in Jesus. Jesus said, love your neighbour as yourself. The coronavirus has undoubtedly affected all our lives in some way. And it can be easy to focus on the situations we are facing personally. But it's also a great opportunity to look for ways to help others during this time. How about praying for our eyes to be open for opportunities for us to bless others? Also, may I encourage us to join the global wave of prayer between the Ascension and Pentecost called Thy Kingdom Come. May we be people transformed by Christ, who is risen, ascended and glorified and who gives us the gift of the Holy Spirit to guide and comfort us. Jesus sends out with the assurance, I am with you always to the very end of the age. Amen.